Hey gang, welcome to Beard vs. Evil Episode 2. Got a little pre-show intro here. This is the first episode recorded in the new year, and I wanted to let the pilot episode I released back in November sit for a while so I could get some feedback from the Onyx Edge podcast listener community, which I did. And I'll get into some of that and tell you what I was envisioning before the pilot and now a few months after. But I'm going to save that for the very end of the show for people that are interested in that kind of thing. But real quick, following up on that pilot episode with Sam Richardson, when we sat down to record that interview in October, he was just getting ready for his grand opening of his new fitness studio. He's had his opening, and he's been killing it since then. It's been awesome. Oh, if you listen to the original one-hour pilot and missed the extended version that was available for free on the Onyx Edge Patreon page at the time of the release of this episode, episode two... That extended cut will have replaced the original episode in the podcast feed. Um, I was originally wary of dropping a two and a half hour or two hour first episode, so I cut it down considerably. But there was so much in there that I wanted to leave in that I released the extended version on Patreon. But since then, I just decided fuck it, and that longer episode was the one that I originally wanted to release. So the pilot episode, quote-unquote, is gone and replaced with the longer episode as the official Beard vs. Evil episode one, which runs about two hours. The interview with Sam was about twice as long, and the quote-unquote tribe segment, which is what I call the roundtables where I sit down with my close friends, that second part with Nick Beck and Jimmy Lopez is longer and a bit more personal. So please consider going back and giving that a listen if you've only heard the original. This episode, if I ever stop recording this goddamn intro, is the follow-up to that Tribe segment in episode one, where Nick, Jimmy, and I were talking about health and genetics. We threw out the idea of all of us doing a 23andMe and revealing our results. So we got together recently to share the results, and we're joined by Mike Daffron in this episode. Mike is another member of the Onyx Edge Podcast Network and is one of my co-hosts on the Game of Thrones discussion podcast, The Watchers on the Couch. So we're going to get into our reasons for taking the test, how little some of us know about our own history, and how flawed that family history that's been related to us could potentially be. Okay, that's it. The pre-intro was way too long. Let's get it started. I'm Tim Pickerel, and this is Beard versus Evil. This is technically an all-tribe episode, episode two of Beard vs. Evil, joined by Mike Daffron. Hello. Uh, Nick Beck. What's up? And Jimmy Lopez. Hello, sirs. It's kind of a follow-up to the tribe segment in the pilot episode. We had mentioned that we were going to do some 23andMe, figure out who we are, what we're made of. And we have done that. We've got all of our results. And we found out Jimmy ha- is actually 24 in me. Oh. <laughs> wow. You have an extra chromosome. <laughs> yeah. Apparently so. Doesn't that make you a... Uh... Yep. So the 23 and me, on the first episode that we did, Jimmy had mentioned that you, Mike, were the one that kind of got him interested in doing the 23 and me. Um, what was your reason for trying to push Jimmy towards doing it. And what was your own reason for wanting to do the genetic test or ancestry test? I guess it's genetic test on 23andMe. Uh, I wanted to see how black Jimmy was. <laughs> okay. And that's why you did it? No. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's cool. Like, cause you get, you get, 
everybody always has these family stories of like where you come from and you know uh your history and a lot of times it seems like it's not correct uh that's why i want to do it myself mm -hmm. i did it for my daughter as well because uh, you can see the mom side too in a way so you can put like two and two together and um uh, it was a little different. It wasn't actually surprisingly. It wasn't too much different, but like my whole family is like, "Oh, you're we're pretty much all German. Ah, we're Nazis." <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Did, did your family Germans really go? Nazis. <laughs> did your family really go around saying Rah, we're Nazis? <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we go to the you know anti-Trump rallies or you know. Oh wait, pro they would be pro-Trump, right? Yeah. Pro, right. Oh, okay. I've been with your tiki, myself out of the loop for with, a while. With your tiki torches and your... Yeah. Can't we just have a nice outdoor party? No. No. Okay. no I mean, you have to, if you're woke, you have to get eaten by mosquitoes. You can't have a tiki torch in your backyard. Absolutely not. <laughs> tiki torch equals racism, folks. <laughs> but yeah, I, don't know, I thought it was cool to, to do. The technology is there. Uh, it's not obviously 100% because, you know, but it'll just get better and better. Like, it's kind of a general perspective. Um, like, so I also, uh, did what they're now allowed to do too, cause they were blocked from doing it as far as, uh, telling people about different health elements mm -hmm. that could be possible. And you still kind of have to take that with a grain of salt a little bit, uh, cause it's not 100% about, Oh, this causes this, this causes this, but there's definitely correlations. Some of them are causations, but there's few, um, but the more and more they do research, the more and more people do it, the better the technology gets. You know, you'll find out more and more. So, like, I can find out different genetic variants that could be harmful to me in the future for my health. Uh, could be harmful uh, uh, having a kid with somebody else if they also have that variant. Right. And that could be passed on together uh, through a child. Um do you know if, like, say their technology changes and do you know if they go back and, like, reanalyze everything? So if they potentially got better at, you know, figuring out either where you're from or health issues that they would let you know? Or is that something that you would have to contact them? I suspect about? you'd probably have to get retested. I, don't, I wouldn't think they'd keep your saliva on file. Yeah, they, no, do. They, they, do. they do. They do. Yeah, yeah. Your whole, you can get the raw code, the whole raw code on file. If you really want it, I don't know what you do with it unless you're freaking DNA scientists. Right. Uh, there's other there's other apps that you can plug it into. Oh, really? Yeah. I believe uh, I believe it also said on the uh, box that they hold on to a specific amount of your specimen in case right. you wanted to retest later mm -hmm. when things advance even more. Oh, okay. Because see, with the like the health um, benefit or whatever, you know, it costs a little more to do, but they keep adding more and more i get emails all the time be like oh we have another update like about this genetic variant what about you nick the uh, reason you took it uh, other than the fact that we all said we were going to take it um it, it has been on my mind for i don't know quite a while but it was never anything that was like on the you know the front burner there it was when it got brought up it was like oh my god yeah i totally want to do that and since everybody else is doing it it gives it kind of a little bit of more meaning behind it i mean i've always wanted to know what i'm kind of made out of because I don't know a lot of my family. Um, the family I do know is very short and kind of I have a disconnected family. So to kind of know what I am, mm -hmm. not from what other people are telling me I am, was kind of my main reason. Right. Jim Jam? 
Uh, because Mike guilted me into it. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, a little later, we'll get some real Jimmy and not Bacon and Nay's character Jimmy. All right, I can see Jimmy dying over here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, we forgot. <clears throat> Why did you want to do it? So, a lot of the reason I wanted to do it was the same reason that you did it. Here, here's what I know about my family. My mom was adopted from Austria by an American family. What you guys know is my family, that's like it, like for the most part. And that is all just my father's mother's side. Like everybody you meet is just from that side of the family. So we have no, uh, once my mom's adopted mother died, uh, I guess when I was six, we pretty much lost all contact with that part of the family. Mm. My father's biological father and my grandmother divorced when my dad was like a kid. Um, so I know, I know fuck all about his side of the family. I know he was in the Navy. Um, I was going to kind of joke around with it, but I don't even know how I can really pull a joke out of this. But like, uh, not knowing your family, both of my, my father had no idea who his father was. Mm -hmm. My mom had no idea who her father was. So both of them were kind of whores. (laughs) <laughs> I can say that because I don't know him. So, <laughs> so really, you're going to find out more than really any of us here. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, the only thing that I that I truthfully uh, know of was that my father's mother was a hundred percent Italian. There was that's a hundred percent certain. If I was just going by the way you grow patchy facial hair in your 30s, I would say Native American. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and and seeing that that is something that I've been told my whole life. Is you that can see some Italian in that, you know? Right. I can see some Especially Mario. when he pulls his pants down. <laughs> I can see some Luigi. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. But yeah, so adopted mother, don't know anything. Uh, paternal grandfather, don't know anything except my last name is either British or Irish, depending on how you spell it. My That's interesting to me Piper. right there. My grandmother on my, my dad's mom, um, last maiden name's DeMay. So definitely some French in there. And I know that that side of the family came over to this country to dodge Kaiser Wilhelm's draft in World War One. Like I said, I know fuck all about my, my, my genetic my history. My question is, the way that yours is spelled, mm-hmm. what does that say about where the name comes from? Northern British or Irish. If it's more, if it's more Southern... Um, Britain, mm-hmm. it's usually E L L at the end. Okay, that's why I was wondering, like, what's the what's the difference between the two? Oh, but, punch me in the potatoes! Oh, punch, punch me in the potatoes! Team Pickerel, how'd you say that? Pickerel. Oh, Nora. <laughs> Nora. Nora. I like Pickerel. it when you punch me in the potatoes. <laughs> My, uh, do you know any heritage of your last name? Mm, is that I, the right I, word heritage or lineage lineage i think it's probably mostly english english i think so i don't even really what is because usually it's irish <laughs> Me? i know yeah but i don't know enough family history on uh like my dad's side to where that came from well i think i brought it up in the last one if you look at where the surname lopez Could comes from I don't know. uh in, in spain there's all the different breakdowns of where the different names come from, and Lopez is only in one tiny little spot. But oh. don't are are all last names a derivative of something in terms of like what the family profession was at some point? I thought like, so because I know Smith, somebody. 
Well, and I know somebody whose last name is Wigger, and that's a wig maker. I don't know what Beck would be. Well, the the one that I found, thank you, sir. The one that I found closest uh, to what my name actually represents, or you know, Beck B E C K, is either German or or Irish. And the Irish meaning is, I believe it was friend by the water. So it couldn't, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily mean like uh, where or what you did. What you did. It could have been more of your town location or, you know, because a lot of people when they... Uh, uh, and what your ancestor was. Right. Like, he was you know, he's my friend by the water. Which, you know, and that's... Down by thing. the river in a van. When, which, yeah, because I think Lopez, when you look it up, it actually, it's like, it, it means wolf or something like that. It's... Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, Lobo means wolf, if I'm not mistaken. Lone wolf, isn't it? Well, it's it's it really just if you like I said if you go back to just the coat of arms, it, gotcha. it represents a wolf. That oh. I believe. Oh, what do you need? Just go ask the Daffron. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I do you need have, a blowy. Yeah, <laughs> if anybody knows what a Daffron is, male uh, prostitute <laughs> under the bridge, Daffron. But I know uh, the Daffron. Just go over to the Daffron. But Give a, you lots of blowy. <laughs> but a pickerel's a fish, so that would say that I come from fish people. Yeah. So uh, you're Aquaman? A long line of mermaids <laughs> and mermen. <laughs> or a fisherman, which would be interesting because I hate fishing. Here's a little uh, nugget of fun information about myself. Uh, when I was originally born, my birth certificate, uh, my father decided to change his last name. Uh, for, if I'm not mistaken, he at one point thought this this guy was his father so he's like oh i'm I'm this name now so he went and changed it legally and mm-hmm. then figured out this guy had nothing to do with him and so he changed it back so when i was born i was born on my birth certificate it says baby huey <laughs> okay no joke so that's about where we uh stand so what say we get into some results figure out what we are yeah, we also didn't say, so you guys, we all know, obviously, talked, I do know, I've done it a while ago, mm-hmm. but Tim and Nick, you guys have both looked at yours as well. Yes. Uh, obviously, this hasn't been revealed to the audience listening, but Jimmy, he hasn't looked at all, so I it's a reveal for himself, too. I haven't looked at all. I wanted it to be completely on-the-spot reaction. All right, so and that was completely self-imposed. That has been brought up several times. I could have looked at it. Several people have said to me that takes a lot of willpower to not look, and it did. Yeah, because it was just haunting me right there in my inbox. Yep. Just, just and we right know there. your willpower is real low, so it surprised the shit out of all of us. Yeah. Well, I, was, well, I just figured he'd just do laundry and put it out of his mind for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, Sarah did hers, and she got hers, and she looked at it immediately. As soon as she got hers. I had to wait a couple weeks before mine came in. But by then, it was getting around Thanksgiving time and Christmas time. It's like, well, I need to, like, my family's going to be here. I need to, like, share it. Right. So that's why I looked at mine. Otherwise, I would have been tempted to just do the reveal here. At least for the, at least for the ancestry part. The genetic health stuff, I probably would have looked at. My dad, when I told him that I was doing this... He was so pissed off. Your dad's always pissed off about something. Why would you willingly give the government your DNA? They're going to frame you for fucking something you didn't do. My mom was the same way. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Boy, those two should hook up. (laughs) (laughs) What a bunch of crazy people. Oh, man, she's so paranoid, dude. Like, no joke. It it, it actually borderlines paranoia. She heard on one TV at one point, you know the UPC codes on virtually everything? Mm -hmm. I think she misinterpreted it. She thinks that they are government-issued tracking devices. 
if you go into her house, you can look at the back of any product, DVD, anything that had originally had a barcode is now since been cut off and disposed of. She thinks it's tracking. Now, this is where she misinterpreted it, that yes, it when you purchase something, whether it's a credit card or whatever, it doesn't matter, they will track your purchases and they can see what's being bought and what's popular and what's not. It, it in, For stores, yes, it does track inventory and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She thinks it tracks you back to your house. It knows how long you have mm-hmm. the product, when it's thrown away. She literally cuts everything Or at least off. when you throw away the UPC symbol, you don't think, like, if it was going to track her, you don't want to cut it out of the house. You want to cut it off at the store. Like. <laughs> I know. She's in the garbage <laughs> And I had this. I got into an argument with her because I'm like, "How do you think that this thing is for it's something to be? It's a piece okay. of paper. Where's the battery? Where's the electronics? Where's the antenna? Where's anything on this thing?" Well, you remember the people that like said the hundred dollar bills have a metal strip in it? Oh and yeah, and, and they track you through that. Mm-hmm. Nope, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, but I that is. That. But I'm just like, who get, who gives a fuck anyways? Like seriously, let the if the government wants to spy on me, they're going to see a whole bunch of me watching porn and masturbating, you know, and doing shit in my privacy. I don't care. I, I have nothing to hide. Ooh, I'm you know? working for the government. There you go. <laughs> so, big question about Jimmy's results. Are we going to allow Jimmy to look at it and stew over it for the next five minutes, or are we going to take his phone? Nope. No, I'm going to, I'm I'm going to, boop, right there. There You're it gonna, is. Okay. Yep. Are we ready to get in? Who wants to? I think Mike should go first. No, no, no. We should go for the. Re- I don't know. What do you guys think? I think the reveal should be first. I was gonna. Well, I mean, he's waited I this mean, long. I'll, another five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen, whatever is not gonna I'll kill go, him. We don't care. need to. Doesn't this mean. doesn't need to be like a three-hour episode either. So okay. I think most of the, most of the fun part will be on the Jimmy side anyway. Yeah. Okay. So I, I tell you what, I'll go first. Just because okay. I've, I've read it. Um. So. It is somewhat a little bit um, strange to go through this and and see some of the nationalities that you are Mm -hmm. and are not, actually. So my entire life, I was basically told that I was mostly French, Indian, and Italian, Native American. Turns out that I am... He's 100% Nick. (laughs) Yes, I am 100% Nick. Did I take your joke from you? No. No. Just took my dad joke. (laughs) Um, So as far as the Native American, I am point. Zero, or I'm sorry, zero point less than zero point one percent Native American. Wow, so really? That was kind of the like a, I guess a big bombshell for me. Not that it was a big deal, and and it doesn't change who I am in any way. But it's just like okay, wow, I was lied to my entire life. And I can, I'm guessing you're just as much Sub-Saharan African. Um, I don't think I actually have a lot of that. Yeah, but zero point one percent. Yeah, zero point right? one. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I interject with something interesting? Yes. A lot of most of Sarah's life, she was told like she's got Native American in her bloodline too. She got her results back. She doesn't even have the less than zero point one percent. Nothing. Then. She's got jack shit wow. Native American. Damn. I have more Native American. She's than me. purebred. So the biggest <laughs> section that I had, I guess you could. We'll just start broad. You know, the broad here is that I am ninety eight point seven percent European. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it kind of breaks down a little bit with the majority of it being um, Northwestern European, which consists of 24.3% British and Irish, 17.9% French and German, uh, 2.6% Scandinavian, and broad Northwestern European, 12.1%. So the big two chunks that you can take out of that is either British or Irish, 
uh, are British and Irish. And then Southern European, which we would break down as 29.8% Italian. I've never heard of this one. 1%, I hope I'm saying this right, Balkan, B-A-L-K-A-N. Yeah, yeah. Balkan. Um, and then I had to look this one up, and I, uh, I think it's Iberian. I, I don't know. It's Iberi- basically Iberian. Iberian, Iberian mm-hmm. sorry, uh, which is Spanish. It's coming derives from Spain, so I'm somewhat Mexican. One hey! percent. <laughs> so here's the, the the two things that you know where it shows your generation breakdown. You can basically say that I'm British and Irish and Italian, and then right below that would be French and German. So it was slightly right, except no British and Irish. You just changed that with the Native American, and it was pretty much right what I was told. Mike. All right. So I'm 100 percent awesome. That's not a thing. Oh, it's not? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. The hubris of the Daffrons is off the chart. I just want to throw that out there. 99.9% European. Uh, so that breaks down to Northwestern European, 89.7%. British Irish. So that breaks down again. Another subcategory. British Irish, 34.7%. French and German, 25.6%. Scandinavian, 0.5%. Broadly, Northwestern European, 29.9%. That's a big chunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much all Northwestern European. I mean, that's 89.7%. And Southern European is 6.5%. Uh, Italian, 3.3%. Iberian, 1.4%. Broadly, Southern European, one8 And... Mm, Sub-Saharan African, mm-hmm. of course, zero point one percent. Yeah, you are really white. Yeah, except for Sub-Saharan ginger. <laughs> <laughs> so you would think British Irish, yeah, of course. Uh, Scandinavian, or well, not really. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty much British Irish, French, German. What was your What was your European percentage? Eighty nine point seven percent. For all of Europe? Northwestern European. Uh, European, 99.9%. So, here's a shocker. I am actually more white than Mike. What? (laughs) I am... Hold on, what? (laughs) How is that... I am 100% European. Oh my god, your white privilege is off the charts. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So... Going into this, I assume we thought forever that my mom's just one hundred percent Austrian. Whoa! I don't know like what that breaks down into. I don't. I don't know what category that shows up in. I don't know if that's uh, Northwestern European or Eastern European. Um, uh, you so go into the bathroom before you go to the bathroom. You're American. After you come out, European. Okay. Well, that joke fell flat. Um, yeah. So I assumed that I'd be like 50% Austrian and then probably 40% German and maybe 10% French yeah. with a with a small percentage just for the last name alone. Mm-hmm. Well, 100% European, 86.2% of that is Northwestern European with a breakdown of French and German at a whopping 60% even, 60.0. So does that mean your mom being... Looking at the way this breaks down, my mom is probably not 100% Austrian. 
Um, my French and German is 60%. That's my, that's my highest. My next highest is broadly Northwestern European at 17.9%. I would be interested in having this retested when broadly Northwestern European gets a little more narrowed down. Yes. Um, even even French and German and uh, British Irish. Yeah, I'd like to know, you know the difference. That is, if I'm more it, British, more Irish. It's 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 interesting to because if you go through and you do like your whole ancestry timeline thing, it is kind of hard to like break it down further than that because mm. a lot of those lines didn't exist. Back oh then. yeah, that's right. true. So, um, British and Irish, six point five percent. So there's the last name. Scandinavian, one point seven percent. <laughs> Finnish, I don't know what a Finnish accent is, probably the same one. Um less, yeah, yeah. less than zero point one percent. Following that, Eastern European, and that doesn't break down, six point seven percent. After that is Southern European at four point nine percent, with Italian, which was a complete shock. I didn't know I wouldn't expect any Italian. So I'm assuming that might actually be my mom as well. Two point six percent with broadly Southern European at 2.4%, and then after Southern European is broadly European, 2.2%, which is like, we don't know where the fuck this is, but yeah, it's somewhere got, in Europe. I didn't say that, but I got 4.2% broadly European. Now, Mike has Sub-Saharan African in his. I do not have Sub-Saharan no. African in mine. I do have, under East Asian and Native American... I have Native American at less than 0.1%. So I am more Native American than my wife, who was told she has Native American. <laughs> That's crazy. See, I, man, I guess I was under the assumption everybody had that one, yeah, that, that 0.01% or less subsa. Yeah. Everybody, like, everybody migrated out of pretty much two areas. But whatever it is, mine is so diluted that there's not a trace of it left. Is there delusion or uh, either that, or I just <laughs> didn't spit that part into the vial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So which the, that fucking process sucked. You can also. Uh, I actually thought. Sorry to interrupt. No, I was so relieved when I realized I didn't have to fill that whole thing up, and it was mostly acrylic right? at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I only needed like two big mouthfuls. Yeah, I got a big old goo, and I was like spitting it, and I was like, "Oh, it's getting ready to overflow." I didn't realize that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You guys sound very dirty right now. So they also have uh, uh, Neanderthal. You can see how many variants you have of that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Does that have that on? Your yes, guys's? it does. Yes, and uh, I think it's just because he screenshotted his and didn't go. Okay, I have two hundred and seventy-six Neanderthal variants. That's fifty-two percent less. Than other twenty three and Me customers. You say that the last part. Uh, it says it's twenty three percent less. Fifty two percent less. Fifty two percent left. Less. Sorry. Yes. Uh, and it says, however, your Neanderthal. It is. It is Neanderthal. So they do say Neanderthal. Neanderthal now, right? Yeah. Even though there's a th in it. You. S- Tom, T-H-O-M. You, you say Tom. herb and we say herb because there's a fucking H in it. Thanks, Eddie Izzard. <laughs> However, your Neanderthal ancestry accounts for less than 4% of your overall DNA. I got less than but, 4% uh, as well. But, but I, yeah, the variants. I have 303, which is 86% more 
than 23andMe customers. Whoa. Oh, for the record, yeah. I, I scrolled down on mine. Austrian is included in French and German. Gotcha. Isn't having more, isn't uh, having Neanderthals, isn't that a better thing? Weren't Neanderthals the smarter ones or something? I don't know. I don't want to. Because I thought, like, the whole thing was like, oh, Neanderthal, man. But isn't that one the one that actually was the more intelligent? I don't believe so. No? No, they were the, they were the bigger and stronger ones. Oh. Hmm. I mean, I guess that you know makes sense. Look at these guns. <laughs> Flexing over here. Look at these brains. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot going on up here. I'd have to. Brains going on. Nick, do you have your uh, your Neanderthal? Yeah, I just stuff on. Oh, you just yeah, said yeah. yours. Yeah. I was looking for mine, and I didn't have mine on me. But I remember mine was pretty high. It wasn't as high as Nick's though. Um, what I'm, which I'm interested to see what you got. Jimmy, you, you look like a caveman. Jimmy's you know? 100% Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> My legs have not stopped bouncing. I know. All right. I'm. Let's get to the Jimmy part, and then we can talk some more about some Bum, stuff afterwards. But... All right. Now All right. go ahead and scroll up. Uh, ancestry composition. JL. Uh, I figured that much. Uh, I am seventy-eight point nine percent European. Mm-hmm. That's um, the that's least more white. U- that's of more all European. Of us. It's your mom's <laughs> ginger blood. Uh, northeastern or northwestern European is sixty two point nine percent. How do I read that? All right, so this is swing guess, Mike swing or uh, Nick, I guess okay. Mic. So I'm British and Irish twenty five percent, which that lines up right. pretty well with what I've been told mm-hmm. growing up. Actually, yeah, so this is the main region, and these are the like the suburbs. French German actually being as low as thirteen point eight percent, kind of like. It's weird to me, considering my great-grandfather came from Germany. The last name, Sherwan, is a very strong mm-hmm. German name. But, I, I mean, it's kind you of... you got to remember the mixes, too, Lauer. You know, like, well, you might have been from there. Well, his parents are from, or, you know, right. the, the whole... It, like, it's just where it trickles down to. So, then it goes, uh, I am 2.1% Scandinavian. Wow. That is a shocker to me, actually. I'm kind of... It's more than any of us, right? Yeah. And then 21.5% broadly Northwestern European. It's a big swath. Yeah. Wait, what was your uh, Scandinavian? <coughs> a 2.1? Uh, mine's 2.6. Oh, oh, okay. So, hey, we're, we're more Scandinavian than they are. Yeah, you guys should start a death metal band. <laughs> <laughs> Be called Mouthful of Cum. Uh so but become a spell with a K and has an oolot over the U. Right. Uh, Southern European is uh, 10.4%, which is uh, Liberian at 3.4%, Balkan at less than 0.1%. Uh, broadly Southern European is 7%. Broadly European, 5.6%. So as I scroll down... What the fuck is this? Holy shit. Oh my god. I can't wait to hear this. I can yeah. It makes sense. Uh it actually makes kind of a lot of sense actually. East Asian and Native American is eighteen point seven percent, with Native American being the highest at eighteen point one. What oh, you could have got where's my casino check? Dude, you could have gotten a free ride to college. Absolutely. Uh East Asian being less than uh point one percent, broadly East Asian at less than 0.1%. Broadly, East Asian and Native American is 0.5%. Holy shit! 
Sub-Saharan African, 1.3%. Whoa! Whoa. He's the most black. I'm the most black out of all of my friends, at least at this table. That is awesome. <laughs> Holy shit, that's actually... That is going to piss off so many people in my family. Oh, my God. Um, your, family not, your family not a big fan of black people? Uh, not a certain side of the family. You should just walk in like, I'm back, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black y'all. Uh, Sub-Saharan African, 1.3%. West African is 0.8%. Uh, Central and South African is less than 0.1%. And broadly, Sub-Saharan is 0.4%. Wow. Uh, Oceanian is less than 0.1%. Wait, what? Oceanic. I didn't even have that listed on Yeah, me neither. He's uh, from Atlantis. <laughs> well, you're hungry. <laughs> And unassigned is 1.1%. So the only actual Mexican or Spanish is where? It's it's going to be an East Asian and Native American. Okay. So, okay. Why? So they're considering that whole, like, probably... Because most Native, like, um, like true Mexicans, quote-unquote, yeah, are, are Native Americans to this country, and then the Spanish came over and made them Mexican by breeding with Spanish ancestry. So are you more Spanish, or are you more... So the, it's the same kind of with me. Yeah, the, where's Sp- where's, where does Spain rank on these? Um, Iberian? Is that I say that right again? Iberian? I don't think Is mainly Spanish. Is it? Yeah. So should I hit the select and ethnicity? You know, I do want to ask you something. So now that you got this DNA test, mm-hmm. are you going to identify more now as ginger than Mexican? No. Yeah, Tongan is Polynesian. Son of a bitch. Melanesia. (laughs) Melanesia. Okay. (laughs) So it is Polynesian. Yeah. Yeah. That would. Damn, that is crazy. (laughs) Melanesia. When you break that word down. But that would that would be an island person essentially, correct? Yeah. (laughs) Poly Polynesian poly multiple. Um. Whatever Melanesias. All island people. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Is that what genetics is telling us? What are you, from Madagascar? <laughs> He's part penguin. <laughs> so I could see that. Native, so, nat- so, okay, so Native American... You're part puffin. <laughs> you so, could totally be part puffin. So, okay, but East Asian... It's quite puffy. So East Asian and Native American is Colombian, uh, Caratinia, Maya. There's Mexican, Maya. Okay. So, yeah. It's... It's yeah. No, for what? We're, so uh, for, oh for yeah. That. So what are we say, what did, what are we saying? Your actual Mexican percentage is then? Uh, so uh, if I look at this correctly, my actual I would say Mexican percentage is only eighteen point one percent. Fucking told you. No, no, because whenever I was, I always said I was probably at the most twenty five percent. Because my grandfather was adopted from Mexico. My dad is half Mexican, but then you have to look at my grandma's genetics, which we don't know. So that's going to that's gonna mud that water even more. Man, your dad looks full Mexican. Which actually, I guess yeah, technically it would be bleaching that water even more, <laughs> really, when you think about it. But the shit that, I, that is blowing my fucking mind right now is that there's Polynesian ancestry in my fucking blood. And not only that, but somehow you're I'm, black. I'm, I'm, I'm black. <laughs> like I was, like I said, I was always under the assumption that most people that had that want that point that less than one percent. How the fuck do I get one point three percent? 
It just means your ancestors stayed in that area longer than mm-hmm. that is ours. Like my, mine had to have been one of the people and that was, got the and fuck was, out and it was, real fast. Peace. It was. Uh, did did any? Oh, I guess it did. It, did anybody else's uh, sub-Saharan African break down besides just that? Like it's less than this because mine gave me three different. It gave me no. west. It gave me West Africa, Central and South Africa, and, and broadly Sub-Saharan Africa. No, I think you'd have to have more because all of us. Was, well, I didn't have any, yeah. but they had like z- less than zero point one percent. So there's not enough to get a sample. Yeah, size. I just so you're party. Well, you part Egyptian, or do is the is the testing? I would guess it's. Is completely the thing. Boring. The thing that's actually really right? blowing me away right now is one. We always knew. We always knew here. Um, we always knew that uh, the last name Lopez came from the adopted family. The family that adopted my grandpa adopted him from Mexico. So the last name when we've done uh, genealogy, it stopped at the border. When it stopped at the border, as because the government no longer held on to those records. So those records were no longer there. Mm-hmm. To to Mexico. My grandfather never existed, essentially. So there's two people, and one of the last names that they think uh, could be his last name is Lazar. But what that really comes down to is, like I said, Mexicans were always essentially Native Americans anyway. It's when the Spanish came over. Whatever you tell yourself to make you feel better. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this, is, this, is just, this is just fucking science. They came over and they were like, hey, not only do we want to show you this awesome thing called Jesus Christ, we want we to show you this thing called... We also want to murder you and rape you. It's <laughs> called Spanish dick. And then they impregnated a bunch of people and then killed the rest. Yeah. Raven pillage. Raven pillage. Which is why my joke of Philippines just Happy being, Columbus Day, everybody. <laughs> well, well, it's my joke of Philip. the people from the Philippines are just uh, Mexicans that live on water is because Spanish did the same thing to the Philippines. The, they went over and took over, and then all of a sudden now you've got these natives that are having children that have Spanish ancestry. So they're not technically Fil- Filipinos anymore. So I don't know. I, okay, so. You figure it out. I have 281 Neanderthal variants. Uh, you are first place out of your friends and family, I guess, because I'm the only one that's done it. It says friends and family. Can we link our accounts together? I think so. Yeah. No, we should do I that. I think so. I think you should. Because I win that. I have. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. What What do you have, Jimmy, for your variants? Uh, 281. And you have Nick three oh three. This is yeah. This is more than fifty six percent of twenty three and me customers. That's about around where mine was. So I have the least. I don't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to know what that means. I mean, it it, it kind of it, it rolls. Wait, does it say less than four percent too? At the very top. All right. I'm assuming that's for everybody. Yes. Yeah. 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 Less than four yeah. percent you know, of like, your overall DNA. So Jimmy, how do you feel? <laughs> I, you, I, I kind of feel like you're confused slightly, and well, he's totally confused because he figured if he had that much African in him, his dick should be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Completely average, <laughs> Um, because we've had time to think go, about it. It goes. You know? It goes. Really, here's your family moved around way more than you, Charlie. Move around way more. <laughs> That's that is true. Let's go ahead and get those jokes out of the they way. They like to do laundry in exotic places. 
Keep it going. Anybody got anything else they want to bring up before I talk? Or no? One, no, three, two, one. Okay. Uh, honestly, it really does go back to everything that I've been told kind of is true in a weird way. Uh, definitely didn't see that Polynesian descent. Um, I, I guess it kind of makes sense, especially when I saw the map of how... I could see that people would have migrated that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I've always been told that I was mostly uh, British and Irish. So nailed it. Uh, the German thing, I like I said, I thought I would have been more German than that. But I'm mostly British-Irish. Kind of figured that, actually. Um, the Mexican thing, I like I said, I always said I was 25% at most just because of my grandfather being adopted from Mexico. Mm -hmm. So 18.1% uh, is a strong 18.1, and I will hold on to that. That is awesome. But it still seems pretty clear that you can't be the scapegoat for Mexican news on your own podcast anymore. Sure I can. It's such a small percentage. Like, why don't they just do Scandinavian news? And, That's what I always and said. You're half ginger. Well, I'm, yeah, of course I'm half ginger. Well, it's like, oh, you're half ginger, but... You're going to be like, no, I'm Mexican. Barack Obama, I'm half black. I'm going to say I'm black. Well, yeah. Second there's any mud in the water, anybody <laughs> that's white is just going to be like, nope, they're all that. They're all that. No, see, uh, in serious note, though. As somebody like, who's 100% European, I find that offensive. So did... did <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to white privilege. I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. It's no longer What about me? <laughs> it's no longer spider balls. It's white privilege over here from now on. White balls. Uh, go ahead. You were No, but uh so uh it does show like the generations, right? Like can you break down like yeah. uh how recently? Yeah. Yes, and he was even saying he, he even kind of said it off mic a little bit. He said you're going to really want to dive into that. There's a lot of information we're just looking for. He's like this is yes. where cuz they didn't have that until recently, I guess, cuz I haven't oh. seen that on mine. When did you do Before yours? until just now, like oh. 3 years ago. Oh. You did yours 3 years ago? I think so. And they oh, still shit. so they're still updating it? Yes. 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 Constantly. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Constantly. Yep. Yeah, cuz I just noticed uh, a couple little changes that on mine that I was like, "Oh, I didn't see that before." Mm -hmm. So, it might be one of those things you check in once a month and the, Well, the, I I'm pretty sure it actually said on I guess the, since on they the have thing. all the raw data like in a database somewhere when they find something they break down, they can just tag. Like, but it's yeah. more and more people that that really commit to doing something like this that we get a broader understanding of everything and you're able to say, okay, well, this person had this little bit here. Clearly the picture starting to form. So we can mm -hmm. now definitively say that, yes, we couldn't pinpoint what it was, but we know what it is now. So bam, there it is. We're going to add that to your genetic breakdown. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's actually the main reason why Mike wanted me to do it. Mm -hmm. He said that, you know, the more and more people that do this, the bigger and bigger piece of the pie we have or puzzle, whichever I said pie, cause I'm fat, but whichever you want to see actually, if he was adopted, wasn't gonna make fun of him, so. and the whole thing, the whole joke was that, Oh, we're going to find out that you're not actually Mexican. You're fucking Cuban. Does, does Cuban and Dominican and all that get lumped in with Native American, or does that get lumped in as something else? I don't know what Cuban gets put into. Mm, yeah, I don't know. 
Because it only shows us, like, the breakdown of whatever yours was. Like, the only reason that yours popped up was because you had some Native American. So it broke mm-hmm. it down as saying, this is this is what we're lumping Native American as. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, just, I'm just curious to see if the Dominicans and Haitians, Colombia, or Cubans, Puerto Ricans, all of them, like, what that class subset or whatever would be considered – because we don't, I mean, none of us know anybody from that has any type of ancestry like that, mm. that I'm aware of anyway. Um, I'm currently researching it. I work with people that are, that would have that. Uh, Iberian. So it's just like any other Caribbean person, Iberian, Native American, and African is the best comment. So it's all lumped into the, into the, the Spanish part. Yeah. I mean that's interesting, but yeah, that that migratory from where where my where my ancestry well, especially from my father's side, the way that it came to America, how it shows the breakdown. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's pretty much all coming from East Africa, and then it goes through. Uh, I guess that would be Western Europe, mm-hmm. and then up across the bridge, and then down through, and then uh, taking up. The Americas, essentially. How do, you, how do you think your family will take it, or your dad will take it when you present the information to him? Oh, it's going to be interesting. Especially, <laughs> I, I probably should put you a mic record, in his. I really probably you should record that. Have you have you have you shared yours with any of your family? Yeah, yeah, I've told everybody. What, what did they say? I don't. It's They'd, not too different though from what they thought. Yeah, right. it's not too different. I mean, ninety nine point nine percent European, uh, mostly German Irish. See, that's, that's the thing I wish it was more specific as far as German-Irish. But, yeah, I know it's basically the same thing. Uh, It'll get there, French, though. And French-German. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. we knew my parents, my mom's parents were basically full-blooded Germans. Their parents moved here. And they speak German and blah, blah, blah. Uh, my dad's parents were a little different. Uh, my dad's mom was adopted, so we didn't know too much about her. Uh, background and my dad's dad I I don't really know but I'm thinking that's where most of the English mm-hmm. Irish comes from what about you what did your mom say so she basically told me that uh, the government's telling you what you want to hear in a roundabout way, yes. Holy shit! I have a feeling my dad's gonna say the so, same thing. This is you can't trust them scientists. Yeah. So my mom basically said she goes, you know, there's a, uh, I've I've seen news reports uh, that those things just get botched all the time and they're not accurate whatsoever. So I wouldn't trust it at all. And I'm like, okay, says, you know, this person who has not depleted high school or completed high school and has no formal education in that sense. And you Dude, are a scientist. Are your you... mom, is your mom and my dad fucking brother and sister? <laughs> they could be. Holy or, shit. Or they were raised right next to each you other. Part Lannister. Wow. <laughs> right. And that was the, the, the dead to real reaction. She, she basically told me, don't trust it. They mess up on those things all the time. And, uh, you know, good luck. Cause now they have my DNA. That's, that's the reaction I got. So I, I I didn't even get through half of it before she cut me off. Dude, that's fucking Which is crazy. awesome because now they can frame her because they have your DNA. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I even offered, I'm like, well, you should get one. She's like, fuck no, I'm not Stephen Avery those. style, baby. <laughs> yeah, just steal her spit. And yeah, right. Off. Yeah, get her drunk. Just, she, uh, <laughs> yeah, let, let her drool. Uh, yeah, like, 
<laughs> See, apparently you guys had no problem filling that son of a bitch. That took me. Sarah said the same thing, that the that second that she went deal. to go spit in it, like her mouth fucking went dry. And you're not supposed to drink water for 30 minutes or fluids. You're not supposed to chew gum. You're not supposed to do anything. So I'm, I'm like, sitting there right before. I'm, like, yeah, this is going to be real easy. And then, like, I looked at the clock. And I'm, like, all right, it's time. And instantly my mouth just dried up. I'm, like, fuck. Yeah. I don't, I don't my four-year-old daughter did it. Um, so can't spit. Yeah, but kids drool like crazy anyway. You can't stop Damn. them drooling. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just don't have I don't have performance anxiety is all. <laughs> I got that real bad. So my um, oh my god I can't wait to get my DNA. Salivating over getting my DNA. My dad was flat. My dad was interesting when Beard I versus evil dot com <laughs> slash Amazon. Um, my dad was interesting because like some of the things yeah yeah and then I'd read like something off. No, <laughs> I don't buy that. No. This is it exactly why the goes back and back this and is back, exactly so why the warning is put on the box is because there are some people I hate to say it kind of like it seems like our parents are like yes yes no no don't believe that whereas we're more, a little more open minded to well my, everything they want the stories well my mom's gonna have it done like my mom's gonna do it my dad is sweet not, but. I see, and that's and that's Your actually. Dad isn't that surprising. Mm-hmm. My my dad. Or he just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. The 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 Polynesian and the Native American and everything like that. If I could get just one other person on my dad's side of the family to do it, I'm pretty sure that it would really just solidify those results because I'm about a hundred percent sure that did not come from my mom's side of the family. Your sister should take it too, just so you can match them up. I don't think she. I, I don't think she would. I really don't. Like, I guarantee you the second that I tell her that her kid is probably, like, if if we're 1.8, her kid's probably, like, 1.2% sub-Saharan African, she'll shit herself. Because <laughs> she'll be so excited because her kid and Lil Bow Wow have so much in common at that point. <laughs> My sister's favorite rapper is Lil Bow Wow, so, uh, yeah. Well, he's not little anymore. No, he's or just Or does she Bow- only like early Bow Wow? No, she, she just likes, like... <laughs> My sister grew up on BET, so she'll be excited and thrilled to find out that she's more black than most people that she knows. Is he medium Bow Wow now? No, he's just Bow Wow now. Uh, so when you guys look at your initial report, what is the major where it says ancestry composition, what does it show right there? So it would basically show the majority of what you are. Like European. The, it's just European. 100% European. 99.9%. No, I'm talking on your reports here. Uh, what's that? So you're just your initial, like where your reports are. Oh, shit, that means I have to log in. Oh, yeah. So but, I, but I, they show that on the breakdown. Yeah, they do. But that's just the largest right. percentage of your of your DNA. Oh, the largest percent it's, outside of European. So here, sorry. No, it's just the initial uh, screen on the mobile. Go back one. But yeah, if, mine's, I, if I go mine's, back, it's gonna log me out. Mine's thirty-four point seven percent British and Irish. Mine's gonna say Only six. Mine's Irish. yeah, because I have the red hair. Oh, that's the only place oh, it comes from. Oh, mine's gonna say sixty percent French and German. Oh, that's really yours says sixty percent French and German. Yours is what? Mine is twenty-nine point eight percent Italian. What is, what is your? Tim's the most Nazi. What does your first one say? Uh, thirty-four point seven percent British and Irish. Mine's twenty five point five percent British and Irish, so that's my. So you're, the majority of the majority of, what you're of made my of, makeup yeah. is is British, British Irish. and Irish. 
So that yeah, so that would that would go true to to what I've been told about my it do, yeah grandmother being 100 percent Italian. Yeah, because mine mine they always said it was Scott Irish yeah, or British. Was Scott right. Irish. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why you see all that that hamburger meat right there. Mm. Got that? I need some big old gold chain now. <laughs> yes. A shirt that only buttons up halfway. Massive fucking pinky ring, dude. <laughs> what, what you need with that go kart is a Mario outfit with that mustache. <laughs> it's a Mia. I start talking like this. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, ancestry. I think we're probably at a good place to wrap this one up. I think, unless anybody else has any final thoughts, I got nothing. So that's cool. We were not sponsored by Twenty Three and Me, uh, despite this entire episode being devoted to it. But you should do it, as we said. Uh, fill that pie. <laughs> fill that pie. Put that on the shirt. Twenty Three and Me. Fill that pie. Tim's all white, Jimmy's black. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. And I'm a plumber. <laughs> I'm a mutt. And, and, and Michael likes to get punched oh, in the potatoes. Who would punch the daffron? All right. So, oh, I would love to hear from anybody listening if they've also done 23andMe. What's, I, want, I want some crazy stories from when you guys shared it with your family. Like what kind of reactions? I'll they give get? you some follow ups when I actually do uh, share this with my family. Uh, there's a couple family gatherings coming up mm-hmm. over the summer. Uh, it'll be interesting to tell some people on the Lopez side. Thanks for listening to episode two of Beard versus Evil. I hope you enjoyed it. I got some good feedback from the first episode. When I had the initial desire to do this podcast, I was envisioning a pretty strict format, uh, similar to the pilot that you may have heard. Uh, interview an interlude and then the segment where i sit down with my friends the tribe segment where during the interlude i'd play a song from an independent artist since i like finding new music but i found out most people were skipping the music in the pilot either because they didn't like having a break the break was too long or they just don't like my uh, taste in music so i cut the song from the episode one re-release the other thing was that the tribe segment originally had campfire sound effects for aesthetic purposes that went throughout the entire conversation with nick and jimmy And there were some people that found that distracting, especially since I didn't really explain why it was in there, which was because I wanted to give the listener the illusion that they were sitting around a fire with us, since sitting around a fire with my friends having conversations was kind of a precursor to me wanting to do a show like this to begin with. So that's why it's in there. Um, It won't be as pronounced in future episodes if it even exists at all. But basically what's happening now is I'm just kind of trying things out, experimenting with the show until I land on something that I enjoy and that the listener enjoys, or at least isn't annoyed by. Um, What that will end up being, I have no idea. Originally, the first pilot format was going to be the format of the show, and I was just going to do the show in seasons, where I just record and produce about eight episodes, release one every two weeks while I was trying to work on the next season. And I really like doing seasonal shows because I have a lot of uh, projects and interests going on personally and professionally. So when, say, Game of Thrones is done for the year and I don't have to worry about Watchers on the Couch for a while, that time is spent freed up on other things. But uh, Beard vs. Evil is a completely different type of show, unlike any show that I had done before. And some of the episodes I have in pre-production are way more high concept than making Game of Thrones penis jokes once a week for eight weeks straight. So I decided not to make this show a season in a strict format and then come back to it later. I'm just going to kind of work on the episodes more organically, one at a time, until I find a flow that I really like. 
I don't have a set schedule at this time. Originally, I was going to do every two weeks, but I'd like to release at least one episode a month. I'm also brainstorming a concept of instead of one episode, breaking out what the central theme of that episode is and saying that's the theme for the month. With my idea that I have bouncing around in my head right now, maybe what was once one episode now becomes three or four. At the beginning of the month would be the interview portion, um, the main concept of the show. Week two would be the tribe episode, and then say week three is actually heavy, heavily centered around the Beard vs. Evil listener community with your feedback, personal stories, that kind of thing revolving around the last two episodes. So this is episode two, and it's really hard to expect you to love this show. I'm not even sure I love it yet, but what I want is to make this something we both can love, which is why your participation is probably even more important to me than sharing the show or giving it a rating and a review. As I'm trying to figure out just what this show will ultimately be, hearing from you, whether it be feedback on the episode itself or you sending in something that you think would be good for the show, not only gives you a way to help the show, it makes you an active part of the show's growth. And it shows me that you're out there and you're listening and not some anonymous Russian bot that is increasing my download count. For instance, in this episode, I mentioned that I'd really like to hear from you if you did a 23andMe and if you have any stories that came from it that we could potentially play on the show for a follow-up while we wait to hear from Jimmy on his family's reactions about his results. But uh, one of the best ways to reach out to me is on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all Beard vs. Evil, one word as the username, Beard vs. Evil. Also, beardversusevil.com. I'm still wanting to incorporate independent music somehow. Um, so if you're a band, musician, composer, and would like to donate a song to feature on the show, there's a form on the website. Um, but that's it. I think I've rambled on long enough. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Until the next episode. And uh, we'll talk soon. Mm-hmm.